Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when, well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. All right, guys, it's time to admit you are human and humans make mistakes. (laughs) Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day to explore what we all know to be true. We're human. (laughs) Why is it that we expect something outrageously different from ourselves. Why do we expect ourselves to be perfect all the time? I mean, have you felt that in your life? In fact, maybe you've even called yourself a perfectionist. And maybe that badge of honor of perfectionism got you to where you are today. I mean, yes, excellence and being able to be very discreet about perfection in our artwork and in our craft. Yes, that probably got you the top of the class, probably got you to the place where you are today. But there is an Achilles heel to perfectionism. There is an Achilles heel to expecting superhero, superhuman-like traits when, my friend, we are still human. Today, we're talking about the power of self-compassion and self-forgiveness when we make mistakes. And notice, I did not say if, because you're human, you will make a mistake. I made a huge mistake recently. I did. I made a huge mistake. I'll let you know all about it. That's why I came on today, because I needed you to hear that even here I am, the business of happiness herself, I made a mistake. I've practiced and I process and I learn and I grow all the time. And my personal development is one of my core values. And yet I am a human who can make mistakes. And this one was a doozy. I told a lie. I lied. I lied to a colleague. And when I lied to my colleague, it was out of a place of fear. It really was. When I look back at it now, when I heard the words coming out of my mouth, I honestly couldn't believe it because lying is one of the things that I abhor the most. I mean, it's one of my core wounds for sure. My anxiety when I think someone is lying to me goes through the roof. It is a trigger, absolutely. And yet here I found myself in a position actually telling a lie to a colleague. Couldn't believe it. And that was the mistake. This is the very human trait that we have. 
Our fight and flight response, our fear response will sometimes overwhelm us. It doesn't matter how much we work on it. And believe me, I practice daily to strengthen my vagal tone, to help myself return from a place of fight or flight to a place of parasympathetic rest and digest. That to me is such an important component of being a healthcare provider. Hell, it's an important component of being a parent. It's an important component of being a human being. We live in this society and in a business structure that is absolutely geared towards keeping us in a perpetual stress state. And when you're in a perpetual, excuse my words, I'm stumbling. When you're in a perpetual state of stress, that is when you make mistakes. Because fear backs you up against a wall. And that's when we lash out, we lie, we find blame, we lose our sense of compassion. Doesn't this sound familiar? So yeah, that happened to me. In a moment of fear, I told a lie. And this is such an important thing for us to talk about because we don't give ourselves room for this very human trait, this very human action, when it happens to all of us all the time. Now, I'm not talking about lying. I'm not saying we're all liars. (laughs) But when we make a mistake, Maybe that mistake was an action in your work. Yes, it happens. We try to do our very best for our patients all the time. And this is why I take it so seriously in bringing and supporting my clients with resources to stay in integrity with their higher selves because that's how we find happiness in dentistry. When we show up and we feel like we have some power over our actions, And we don't find ourselves out of alignment with our values. I mean, that's how we find happiness in this profession. But it's going to happen that we make mistakes. And we need to talk about it. We need this conversation to be brought forward because there is not one listener out there. There's not one expert that has ever come on this podcast that has been infallible, that has been void of any mistakes in their entire lives, any slips of judgment, any actions that they would take back were they in a better state of mind. So what do we do? What do we do? You know, the old paradigm was to beat ourselves up, to punish ourselves. I mean, that's how many of us were taught growing up, that if you made a mistake, you had to, quote unquote, take responsibility for it, which meant you had to be punished. You had to sacrifice. You had to beat yourself up. You had to acknowledge the mistake you made. And you had to feel really bad about it. But taking responsibility for the mistakes we make can have a very different meaning and a much more powerful one. And that is when we incorporate the component of self-forgiveness. When we give ourselves the opportunity to change from self-flagellation to self-forgiveness. And what I want to show you right now is how that is such a more powerful success strategy. How it puts you back in the driver's seat of your life. Puts you back in a place of empowerment and not in a place of hopelessness, unworthiness, and defeat. 
it all starts with the thought. And our thoughts clearly lead to feelings. Let's just start there for a moment. Every thought that you have allows or leads to a feeling. Every thought. When I say, if I were to read a thought in your mind, let's say you made a mistake and the thought is, I'm a terrible person for making that mistake. What happens when you have the thought, I'm a terrible person, how does that make you feel? Just for a moment, go with me on this, that every thought you have leads to a feeling in your body. Now, you might have dissociated from your feelings decades ago just to push through, just to show up, but I'm going to let you know that those feelings are happening whether you're aware of them or not, and those feelings are actually impacting your behavior. So let's go back to the thought. The thought is, I made a mistake and I'm a terrible person. Well, how does that make you feel? If we pause for a moment, just reflect for yourself, and I will too. When I think I'm a terrible person, well, I feel defeated. I feel unworthy. I feel hopeless. I feel ashamed. I feel afraid. I feel incapable. Now, all of those feelings, if you imagine for a moment that I'm holding all of those feelings, whether I'm aware of them or not, now, how would that impact my behavior? When I'm holding those feelings, how would that shape my behavior or the actions I take or don't take? Well, the actions and the behavior would then result in not showing up, right? Hiding, maybe not approaching the person who I lied to, maybe covering it up with more lies because I'm so fearful, because I don't feel worthy, because I feel like I need to hide. Maybe I try to look for love and connection to feel a little bit better because I'm feeling so bad in this moment. So maybe I call up some friends tonight and I start describing the situation and asking them to, to agree with me that my actions were correct. Does this ring true? Have you ever done that? Have you ever found yourself calling friend after friend and friend after friend and l telling them this huge story and trying to get them to agree, yeah, you made the right decision and it never feels right, it never sits right with you. It just kind of eats at you and it, there's no satisfaction in it. So you call another friend and you say, can I just tell you the story? Tell me that I did the right thing. Tell me I said the right thing. But something inside of you reminds you that you are acting out of alignment with your higher self. You don't feel good. Hey guys, I'm interrupting your podcast episode to let you know about an incredible new program that I'm launching in January of 2023. It is specifically for practitioners in medicine and dentistry to help you rediscover happiness and inner fulfillment within your profession and your life. I remember what it was like for me when years ago I was so depressed and anxious and feeling like I had created and built a treadmill I just couldn't get off of, pushing through every day and wishing my life away. This program is the how of how to find happiness in your practice and in your life because we know that when we feel good, that's when we can do good. Check out thebizofhappiness.com forward slash radical happiness 
or click the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you there. I want you to remember when you feel good, that is when you can do good. So let's go right back up to that thought. Let's change that thought of I'm a terrible person and infuse the power of self-forgiveness and self-compassion. I am human. I made a mistake. I was scared and I made a mistake and humans make a mistake and I am a worthy, good human. I just made a mistake and it's okay to make mistakes. Now, when I have that thought in my head, what is the feeling that comes beyond that thought of it's okay to make mistakes and I am worthy of forgiveness? Well, suddenly I feel enormous compassion for myself. I feel at one with everyone else. I mean, we're all humans. So I kind of feel like everyone's in the same boat. I feel a sense of community because I know everyone makes mistakes. I'm no better or no worse than anybody else. Okay, you know what? I'm also a little bit proud of myself for giving myself compassion. I'm feeling love from myself. I'm feeling loved by myself. My inner child just wants to know that no matter what happens, I will be there for her. I will offer her love and connection even if she stumbles and falls. Self-forgiveness allows us to feel and receive that love from ourselves. Now, what are the behaviors and actions that we feel or that we follow through on? Well, now that I feel so loved and supported and worthy, my actions feel supported for me to go to that person and acknowledge I told a lie and here's the truth. And I'm sorry I lied to you. Boom. Do you see how everything started with that thought? And by choosing self-forgiveness, self-compassion, the trajectory of events that happened subsequent to the thought and the feelings that came and then the behavior that followed the feelings are enormously different. Do you see how this can snowball in your whole life? And if you start from the premise of, I need to be punished, I deserve to be punished, I made a mistake and I should be punished, nothing good comes from it. There is no amount of self-flagellation and beating yourself up. There is no amount of degrading yourself and punishing yourself that will get you to a place of stepping into a superhuman space where you never make a mistake. And all that that does is rob you of your beautiful gift of happiness, of presence, of worthiness. Now, I know self-forgiveness feels uncomfortable. It feels wrong. We tell ourselves, well, There's so many examples in the world of people who I don't want them to forgive themselves. They did something really bad and they really deserve to be punished. I mean, that's something that comes up very quickly. But once again, I ask you, if we could all find a way for self-forgiveness, would our subsequent actions not be different? 
Could we allow ourselves room and space to learn from our mistakes? I mean, you've heard this and you've seen this on memes. Our mistakes allow us new lessons. It's in the mistakes that we learn. So why do we beat ourselves up so much when humanness steps in and we make a mistake? So I'll show you what that looked like for me. When I felt that discomfort, when I realized that I had told a lie and I couldn't sit with this, it was very uncomfortable in my body. It was distracting me from my work. I was looking for love and connection from people to feel better. And the thoughts were racing in my head. And I said, whoa, Taryn, stop. Let me just connect with my higher self for a moment. Who do I want to show up as? Who do I aspire to be? I aspire to be enormously loving and compassionate to others and to myself. And I gave myself permission for self-forgiveness. And when I did, I saw the world completely differently. I saw that I was just a human being who made a mistake. And when I did, I saw myself reflected in all the other human beings in my world. Suddenly my compassion grew for so many people who have just made a mistake. Now I felt empowered and courageous to go to my colleague and say, you know what? I am sorry. I made a mistake and I lied. Here's the truth. I take full responsibility for it. And here's the truth. And I hope you can forgive me. But here's what I know to be true. And I hope we can go forward from here. And then at that point, it is out of my hands. How she receives that, that apology is up to her and really not in my control. But man, did I sleep better that night because I did what was in alignment with me. And it started with me giving myself permission for self-forgiveness. It's powerful, my friends. And, you know, I invite you to just think about, ruminate on this over the next week Allow yourself to just consider all the times in your life where by not giving yourself forgiveness for human mistakes, human errors in judgment, you might have held yourself back from the next level self, from your next level of growth, from your next level of understanding. You might even have held yourself back from healing from a wound that has kept you small that has kept you from being your best self or living your happiest life. And let me offer this to you. It's never too late. It's never too late to start a path of self-forgiveness. You deserve forgiveness. You deserve love. And the incredible thing is, You are powerful enough to give yourself that forgiveness, to give yourself that love. And then the world is your oyster. Your patience can receive the benefit of it because you show up in a calmer, more confident way to serve them differently. Your children receive the benefits of it because you show up in a calmer, more confident way with clarity and perspective and understanding. And oh my gosh, how would that be if we could teach our children that? 
Imagine if you, by modeling self-forgiveness and the empowerment that would follow, imagine what that would share and show your children and how they would show up differently in the world if they could offer themselves that. It's amazing. Well, I thank you. I thank you for listening to this episode and I, I thank you for taking a new perspective. I thank you for allowing yourself the possibility of a new belief that self-forgiveness can actually support you in greater growth and ascension of your higher self, in greater growth and ascension of your success, in greater growth and ascension of your ability to show up in a way that can truly serve the people in your world. Because when I say when you feel good, you can do good, I mean it. Your feelings directly impact your behavior. And we get to be the masters of our own minds. And when that thought steps in that I deserve to be punished, I deserve to be beaten up for an action or a mistake, we can catch ourselves and we never have to believe a single thought we're thinking. We can ask ourselves, is that true? Or was I just being very human in that moment and acting out of fear? And now I can learn from it. See, that's the other great thing is when we give ourselves self-compassion, we offer space for learning to flow in. We offer space for love to flow in. And when love and learning flows in, flows in, that is my definition of happiness. Well, my friends, thank you for joining me today. And I really would love it if you would share this episode with a colleague. If you know of somebody who needs to hear this message and permission for self-forgiveness, please share this episode with them today and uplift their lives. Give them an opportunity to shine. There's nothing more wonderful than watching somebody else shine because you gave them the wings to do so. And remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. When you prioritize your own happiness and healing, you can be better for everyone else. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a colleague and elevate their day. And if you'd like more insight and support, join me in our private Facebook group, The Business of Happiness Hive. And until next time, remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye.